Steve. Just flow. I'll flow with you. All right, cool. Here we go then. <clears throat> Welcome to the Chat and Friends podcast and this episode of Relations titled Dating and Entrepreneur. For this episode, we have a great guest to help us out. I've been following her for a long time, but nowhere near how long and far her story goes. When I started following her, she was the executive producer of a show called Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics, Joe Budden, Nadeska on Complex. Since then, she has moved over to Revolt TV to work on a show called State of the Culture. She started her own film school called Skip Film School. She's a part of many things I probably left out. She's an amazing poet. I would like to introduce you to Lyric Perez. I'm going to be the applaud. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Thank you. I, listen, I tried to do my research, but I'm pretty sure I left out a lot of things, as I said before. Um, so uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for being here. I know you're busy and I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your schedule to help us on this episode. Oh, absolutely. I love I love uh, conscious conversations. Definitely. So. With this, uh, with this episode titled Dating the Entrepreneur, I usually at the end give my guests like a, a moment to describe what they do, and, you know, and tell a little bit about themselves. So just so the audience understand why I'm choosing you for being the entrepreneur, do you think that you could give like a brief description of just who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, <clears throat> who I am? I'm a I'm a human being. I'm a spirit, uh, living in this journey of, of life that I'm that I'm learning progressively. On um, I am a creative. I'm an artist. I have a way with words, and I've been writing poetry for a very very long time since maybe I was 13 years old. So like since I guess 1998, I've been writing poetry um, as a way of expression. I'm an expressionist. I'm a philosopher. Um, and I have some talents where uh, my career has taken me a, a down a few paths. One of them was pastry cook. I was a pastry cook before I entered college. Then I, after my college career, I got into film, television, and music um, production. And a part of that, I loved music. I always loved music. My mom would play the guitar to me as a kid. Um, just art fascinated me, creativity. And I knew I wanted to do something um, for a living in the realms of that. So television and film fell into my lap after working at Bad Boy, um, after graduating. It was a lot of uh, a lot of sexual harassment in the industry. <laughs> so I just mm -hmm. kind of was like, I, you know, just because I didn't want to, you know, put myself in jeopardy or uh, give away my my liberation. Like I, I didn't want I didn't want to barter my 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 body for success or what right, people right. thought success was. So I um, I got into film and television where I I really caved hard into nonfiction. And so, you know, I worked on some scripted things, commercials, music videos, um, Make Her Say um, with a, with a Kid Cudi and Kanye nice. West and Common. I, I worked on some commercials, some webisodes, some major films, some independent films. And then I just really delved into reality TV, so they, so it's called. Um, right. And so with that, I didn't really have to pay my dues, so to speak. 
And so I, you know, I, I, th I thrived really fast because I was, you know, I'm from New York and mm -hmm. I trained in New York and I had such a run and gun assertiveness about me as a production assistant. And um, people really loved my work ethic. Like one time I had a huge um, C-stand in one hand and another C-stand in another. If you don't know what a C-stand is, it's a really big and tall lighting stand, light stand. like a rig. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, you know, it's heavy. I'll do photography as well, so ah. you know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I had such a work ethic about me. And um, over time, I, I mean, I worked on everything from like Mob Wives to to uh, what not to wear to ink master i to saw like, that too yeah, i have a HGCB friend that shows. did, did uh, ink master i'm not sure if that was the season you did but um his name was boneface he was on season uh -huh. eight i was boneface i think i produced boneface that's yes, like that's he's like an my artist, brother he's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like my brother we Yo, grew up together time, oh everything. my god so in florida he's from florida in pensacola pensacola yeah. that's where i'm from Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, know so I worked I've been on a that kid. season. <laughs> I worked on that season. I met Boneface. Okay. I was there when he told um, the young lady why she looks 50 when she's 24. Like, oh my God. The whole yeah, room. I didn't, see, I didn't even know that. That, yeah, that, that, that clip went viral, actually. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was kind of like, whoa, like a low, low. Like, we all do. It was just reality television is definitely um, interesting. Like, the thing that's important to me as an artist as an expressionist is someone who who also heals I, i'm a healer I, I i facilitate breath work through healing i i read a lot i do a lot of self-healing on myself and mm -hmm. so of course i contribute that to other people and it's a part of my journey as well so i'm a creative individual i i have skill sets in making tv and film and uh and writing poetry i have a published poetry book and i'm writing a couple of more right now um and yeah i just want to be impactful and add value into the world you know in so many ways i don't i don't want to incite gossip i don't want to incite um the like lack of consideration and cause right. harm in in the art that i that i do or i, I contribute to i really mm -hmm. want to uh to be impactful at this point of my life right so from from what I got, it seems like you had a lot of goals and you went very, very hard at these goals. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Something like a by any means necessary. So that's perfect because what we're going to be speaking about is something that everybody may not understand. They may not go through. Um, normal, typical people are in relationships. They have a, a nine to five you know, they work for their boss, they come home. A lot of people don't bring that work home with them. You know what I mean? So their significant other sees, okay, from this time to this time, this is where you're going to be. And from the rest of the time, that's our time. Now with you, it probably doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah, I don't think to be real with you, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever dated a person with a nine to five. Oh, really? <laughs> So, okay, so, Never. like, I mean, all right, so when I was in college, we had those kind of jobs, right? Like, I worked on campus, mm -hmm. and then my boyfriend at the time, like, he didn't work. What did he do? What did we do? We would make, we would, like, do parties and, like, pay, you know, charge people to come in, pay, pay you know, they have to pay for the drinks. Like, we had little hustles here and there. He recorded people and charged them for it because he was in music production. And, right. um, and so... 
you know, we always had our ways of creating. Like even he was into like creating merch and like creating logos. He was playing with Illustrator then. I was in my early 20s. So since, yeah, like when I was a teenager, like what was we doing? We wasn't really working, right? So like in my 20s, I was dating a creative and I, I remember taking him to like when we were graduating, I was with him for a little while. I took him to take a state court officer test so he could be mm-hmm. a court officer as like a nine to five, but at the same time, keep recording his music and doing his creative shit, which right. he still does to this day. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, the closest I've gotten to somebody with a nine to five. But no matter what, like we've always had business owner mentalities. Right, right. And, um, and a way to make money through our own conduit. I was 17 years old, 16 years old, making money off of braiding hair. You know what I'm saying? I've been making money mm-hmm. for a long time because I needed to. When you're from New York and your parents don't really take care of you, you got to take care of yourself. So how are you going right. to eat? Oh, okay, everybody wants braids right now. It's like summer 2001. Everybody and their mother wanted braids. Guess what? I was in the hood braiding hair braiding like, everybody, 15 yeah. 20 dollars a pop sometimes 25 sometimes if a motherfucker had it i would get 30 dollars right, you know what right. i'm saying and like that's a head and for a kid who doesn't have bills no cell phone nothing that that held me down you right, know just so, straight hustling mm-hmm. so i've been hustling for a long time i've been so i've never really thought about the tradition my mom taught me about tradition you know she right. was like get a vocation you know like you and she never taught me like husband and wife shit because my mom was a single parent so she was always like you know as soon as you hit a certain age go to go get a vocation figure out what you want to do so you could take care of yourself and you don't have to worry about shit like that's how my mom was hence the reason why i was a pastry cook because right. after i dropped out of uh, high school and um, I, I made I messed up, and I and and also like it wasn't a, a good environment, the school. So, so you know, you the, the system, even though the system is designed to have you work for the man, the system failed me. So when the system fails you and doesn't do what it's supposed to do to keep you in that rat race, now you have free thinking. Now you now you're outside of that, and you're like, okay, well, how do I get it? How can right. I get it? You know, that's why there's things like not to take it off course, but let's talk about modern day news. Like, and, and not that it's modern, it's it's always been going on. Like sex trafficking, mm-hmm. right? They mm-hmm. see these young girls who don't who, who aren't parented, who aren't supported, and they say, Hey, you're pretty, do you wanna make X amount of dollars? All right, bet, come with me. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 happens to a lot of people. That's why people, you know, you have sex work, which is the easy way to make money, uh, especially for women. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, all the you have drugs, you have you have scams, you have all of these different things that people who are kind of left out in in the parenting realm were raised to do these things in order to survive. Right, right. And so, with that mentality, is the entrepreneurial <laughs> mentality, um, and therefore you kind of gravitate towards people who are extremely ambitious and think right. about how to get money for themselves and not necessarily just I'm gonna to play it safe here I'm just gonna work this one job for this one man under this one company and I don't know who this company is or even what this company is about but I'm hoping that if I sit in this position and I show and prove how great I am as, as an asset to, for their and value for their company that they're gonna put me in a leadership position one day where I can make $150,000 to $500,000 a year and be a CEO and sit on a board <laughs> you know like that shit is boring as 
fuck in my opinion mm-hmm. you know what i'm no, saying but but this is what we're taught we're taught to obey we're taught to to be led not lead and with that comes that type of mentality so because i'm i'm i have a company i started an llc in 2018 called thanks for tuning in you mm-hmm. know and i said even though it's a very scary thing to to manage your own, right? If we're if we're managed all the time, it's like parenting, right? If you're parented and you're and, and you're in the nest, you leaving the nest and learning how to get your own apartment or buy your own place or pay for your insurance or what's the best insurance rate? So how do you shop for a car and how do you get the best deal? Like all of the negotiating. All of these adult things that have to take place, you have to move past that fear and just say, fuck it, I don't know how to start an LLC or a corporation, but let me go ahead and do the research. Google is my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I can see what all of these differences is. Go on YouTube, look at, you have to educate yourself if you're gonna take a leap in order to manage your own money, manage your own income, and figure out how many ways you can make money and how you can make that money passively. How can right. I not do anything? How can I make money and still in my collect sleep? money? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. You always want to be abreast to what's happening in your in your businesses and your finances, and you want to continue the wheel on that. But um, but yeah, that's so. Hence, that's my whole reasoning for when I think about it. Have I really right. dated a guy with a nine to five? And I don't, yo. And I promise you, I'm not looking for somebody who doesn't have a nine to five. I'm not at all. But it always comes my way. I promise you. Right. Probably because since you are so ambitious, that's probably like something that I don't want to, when I say this, I don't mean in a you know, sexual way, but like a turn on, you know what I mean? Like something that you are attracted to is since you have this ambition, you want a person that's ambitious as well. Um, some people don't get into that. Um, like me, for instance, uh, my significant other, she went to college. She went to St. John's. We met in New York. Oh um, shit! I, I live. I didn't live too far from there. Okay. What did she study? Uh, law. So she studied law. But the thing about it is, before she graduated, she ended up working for a nonprofit. Which, mm. you know what I mean? So it was like she did that helping people that was like under, uh, underemployed, uh, unemployed that probably just got out of, out of like jail or prison or stuff like that help them get these skills to get a trade and work and stuff like that so she she was there for so many years that she just kept going up 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 her salary just kept going up and up and it was like that for her that was life so she's at a point now where she worked there for like 10 years and from what she went to school with it has absolutely nothing to do with you get what i'm saying and yeah so now it's like all right she has this degree she's in she has all this financial aid that she's in debt to you know what i mean and she's not doing anything in that and it's like me i come through because like i said me and me and bone like we grew up together like i ended up catching a charge i had to do some time over something that we was doing and then when i got out this was when i was in florida i just kept getting in trouble over and over and over again so then at that point i was like you know what i just need a i need a change of scenery i moved to new york um, I end up I stayed with my grandmother in the beginning this was like over 10 years ago moved to New York and I was in Queens I met her in Queens but it was so hard for me to get a job because of the felonies that I had you know what I'm saying so and it was so fresh yeah 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I know. I know the system be OD, and sometimes not, I'm not saying you don't sound like a like a like a lack of a psychopath murderer. Right. Here. Well, that's because <laughs> I had to I had to change my life around. Right. At you had to change point, your thoughts you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it was so hard for me to get a job. I had to rely on myself, and I know that I didn't want to keep getting locked up. So yeah, I could I could do this, I could do that, and and take chances, or I could invest in myself. So that's when I started to become a photographer. So that's when I started, you know, doing all of that. And then, you Art know, that didn't... lives, you notice that, It right? really does. Right? Hell yeah, it really does. So it's just like, I feel in my relationship, since it's so new to her, like she, she was taught to go kind of that straight path. I always tell her this, like that straight line, you know what I mean? Well, my line is kind of zigzaggy. I went here. Oh, that didn't work. I got in trouble. Okay. I did this. All right. That didn't work. I tried so many different things and I feel like she, she just doesn't understand. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, this is what you should do. You should do this, 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 and this is how it go. And I'm like, nah, I'm gonna try to do this and try to do that. Like I done did merch, I done did, I done did so many different things. You feel me? And it's like, I feel like when it comes to when you are an entrepreneur and you date somebody that's that's not or may not understand, it comes to you have problems. So I'll pray in a scenario for you and I want your input. So Let's she's not you, an entrepreneur, you are. Uh yes. I'm an entrepreneur, but also but I also have a nine to five. I just don't feel I'm gonna always I, I'm not comfortable with one source of income. Period. I'm not even comfortable with two. Some right. people actually are, and that's the problem. That is the problem because they have to learn things about themselves to know their value, to know what they can do they and stuff to, like they that. They have to be empowered, but they were taught, so mm-hmm. they're in the program. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so so let me, can question? I paint this? Yeah, I'm going to paint this paint scenario it. for you. Paint Perfect. You are who you are. Lyric Perez, entrepreneur, hustler, been hustling all your life, braids, <laughs> everything, right? Mm-hmm. You come across this man. Now, this man, you go on a date. You know, you, y'all, you know what I mean? You met him, you go on a date, you're starting to like this dude. You in the stages of um, talking, you're in the talking stages. Y'all not official, <laughs> y'all just dating, you know what I mean? Late night conversations, all that. Everything's great. Yeah, so me. But sense. he has a nine to, yeah, he has a nine to five. And let's just say, let's just say one of the show, like when you, the shows you work, do you work in like a building? Is it like a building? So, that- so the past uh two shows that you've discussed so like mm-hmm. so i so I actually i've lived in la for two years and mm-hmm. i just started working in la for the first time the beginning of this year before the pandemic happened i was working on like basketball wives real quick like i hopped on nice. a project to help them out and okay. and like i was only doing like two scenes a day so literally like it's different than here in new york so i have more more uh, time so it's like if i want to I could break off during mid scenes, like during the day, and right. then, like you know, like I have good pockets of time when you're when you're working in, in reality, you know. What mm-hmm. And and there's not too much of a demand on you. I wasn't producing, um, Basketball Wives. I was I was working in the logistics department, um, dealing right. with releases and coordinating and stuff. So, so I didn't really. I don't, I had a very specific task. So, it depends on like what position you're in and things like that. Or like if I'm working on a film or a documentary, I might have 12 days, I mean, 12 hours, 10 to 10 hours or more in a day at times, depending on what I'm shooting and how I'm shooting it. Me personally, I've, I've learned to really honor and balance my time. 
I think that's it. Like I've paid my motherfucking dues. I've paid right. them, and and now I'm at the point where it's like even I don't have kids or nothing, but I want to give make sure I have my time for me as well. Right. But but if it's my own specific project and I need to dedicate time to it. Mm-hmm. then I know that that needs to happen and my partner needs to be understanding of that. So go ahead and continue. Okay, cool. So we're just going to give him a job. He is a security. He's a security guy. He's making sure nothing wrong happens, right? How about that? That's what he is. Um, so y'all start feeling each other and everything, but he just can't get <sighs> down with y'all make this plan, you know, nice restaurant. He he makes it, right? So he, he makes this plan, reservation, everything. And you hit him up last minute like, hey, I really got to do this. You know, I'm sorry. We'll do Let's what? Let's reschedule. What is it? You got, Something if we're going to fantasize, we got to be real specific. So right, I give right, you a cool. real honest answer. Okay. So you have to do something with one of your jobs. Like something came up to it. You have to okay. shoot over there. To, you know what I mean? It's like work, work came. So you let him know and he j- he can't deal with it. He can't take it because he's like, listen, you know, you're supposed to be off today. You know, why why does oh, this no, come no, before no, me? No, 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 no. How no, would no. you approach no. this situation? No, this that's is not. I'm not even feeling you like that. I like like like. Okay, I'm I'm 35. I know age don't uh-huh. mean shit, right? But I just want to uh-huh. let's paint that picture. Okay. I have I've dedicated my life as a 35 year old woman. I say I'm 35. That's just the tip of the the. That's a once upon a time. That's that's what that mm-hmm. is. So I'm 35 and I've dedicated my life to other people and intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. My life because I had, um, you know, I had traumas as a as a child and a growing teen. Um, to want to feel love and, and appreciated and accepted. And so I had, you know, I had long-term relationships um, and, and they were codependent and all that shit. And so mm-hmm. I say that to say that I've done a lot of healing and a lot of work to know that if you are not evolving me, if you if you are not supporting me, if you are not on my team, if you don't love me and allow me the freedom to excel and grow as an individual in my journey, I'm not even interested in you. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that we can flourish because you're not even on my team. How can I have kids with you when you're not even on my team? How can we right. be a team for the kids? How can we be a team for us? How can we, what do you need from me that you're lacking within that you have to direly have fucking dinner with me tonight at this restaurant? At this, are you okay? <laughs> Are no, you I'm good? Just... You know what I'm saying? Like, do you need do you need love from me that you're not providing for yourself? Don't do that to me. That's not healthy ways to love. Right, right. And when I ask that question, the reason why I ask it is because I feel like that situation will go so different with a person that is a part of the of the entrepreneur lifestyle where it's like they understand but some people that don't understand i feel like maybe they they would need time so my question yeah time what what does time provide them well time to understand a lifestyle time to adjust so so you don't need the time to understand you need the mindset to understand yeah yeah there you go perfect that's i like that right 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 so so because so, how much time do you need in order to change your mind like you know what i'm saying like right. so so you so you're saying like first of all if you if you can't fathom the way i live my life then you need not to try to come and share that 
experience with me. That's but if one. everything is perfect with no, this guy. No, everything is not perfect. It's clearly okay. not perfect. <laughs> okay. It's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, that's called cognitive dissonance. When you okay. want something to go a certain way so bad that you ignore all the red flags, you ignore the, your mm. intuition, you ignore, mm -hmm. that means that you're codependent. That means that okay. you're mirroring that person. That person's desperate for you and you're desperate for them. Right. What is perfection? Right? What does it's that even mean? Right? Uh, not, 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 maybe we're all perfect. But what is that? What is what does perfection feel like? Let's talk about that. What does perfection feel like? Well, I want to feel safe. I want to feel understood. Mm -hmm. I want to feel supported. I want to feel loved. I want to feel admired. I want to feel honored. I want to feel, again, understood. Love is the highest degree of understanding. Mm -hmm. So if you can't understand why this career of mine is important for me and the both of us, if you don't understand that, then you're not in a space where you can be in a relationship because you have lack of consideration for other people, which means that you have lack of consideration for yourself. So it seems like throughout, like you said, you're 35, right? So throughout these years, you've probably went through certain things to, to put you at a point where you just don't tolerate certain things. But was it a pro, cause I heard you say a few times, you know, you've, you've done this healing and this healing. So was it a certain point of time where things like this, you probably would have entertained for a little while before you just understood, all right, I know exactly it where this is going to go. It took me to be in a situation that I didn't want to be in mm -hmm. against my, against my will. I had to be there by, by law. And I, and I sat there and then I held myself accountable because mm -hmm. when you just said, you know, when you didn't, when you don't tolerate, I don't tolerate now right. only because I don't tolerate that behavior from myself. Gotcha. It's, it's never really about the other. I, I, the only reason why I can look at this person and say, are you okay? Do you need something from me that you're not giving to yourself? Is because I know that the term I miss you, even though it sounds good, I miss you. It's like, are you like anytime we crave something, right? Every time we, that, that, that's fear. You know, I, that, that comes from a place of lack. I don't have, mm -hmm. I need. And if you don't, if you feel like you don't have, then, then how do you, then how can you have it? I thought we were perfect. I thought we liked each other. I thought we wanted the best for one another. So why are you, why are you treating me like this? Right. Why are you handling this situation? That, why are you treating you like that? Are you okay? Do you need me for something? What's the pressure about? Right. Pressure, pressure, pressure is a self-sabotage and it's a detriment. It's a detriment. So you can't even, you can't, that's maybe that's why you're a security guard. <laughs> because you think because you think making $12 an hour is a safe route to go because you're afraid to make more. And right. you know what? I'm not even going to attract somebody with that kind of mentality anyway. As soon as you said security guard, a part of me, not that I'm trying to judge people. No, I'm, I heard, totally I heard it. You, you let it out. You let was, it out. I you heard know, it. Like, <laughs> like, they, like what you do and what kind of space you're in lets me know 
how I can how I can feel about you. Right. You could even be like selling drugs right mm-hmm. now because you can't you right now you can't work a nine to five because you are an entrepreneur. And right. the only and your hustles vary, but some of them have like I'm selling weed here. Right. I might or I might mm-hmm. even sell these ecstasy pills or something like that. So, you know, one little little, you know, not crack. I, I, don't, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't, I, I crack, crack are different, but like, you know, just something to where, you know, you're not, you're not killing the people, but you know, you're, you're hustling. If I know that you and believe that that's a temporary situation, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I might not judge you. Why? But here we go. Here we go. Why? Because I come from that because right. I, I understand that. But as long as you're not it, you're, you believe in you have to believe if you believe I, I can't do anything with fear I can only do something with faith and belief right. so tell me this you, you grew up in New York City right yeah um, Queens represent represent well you from Jamaica Jamaica Queens yes nice okay when I moved there, I was on 165 in Hillside like right by okay. the Collie block yeah alright so you moved to LA you said two years ago now correct like April 2018 right but I know you've been probably traveling a, a whole lot though like My throughout whole career. all this right but this is your first time living somewhere besides New York City yes, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. now do you feel it's a difference like you know New York City is it's only one place like New York City you will never be able to replicate that anywhere else it's you you get what I'm saying do you feel like the men in California are different than like the New York men not to, I'm not trying to get you in it's trouble a different, nothing, no but. you're not gonna get me in trouble there's you don't get me who's gonna who's gonna get me in trouble I'm sorry what okay oh my bad my bad <laughs> um, yeah, this is so funny yeah um yeah nah we don't get in trouble we 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 thrive we only we only speak we only speak good <laughs> shit and true shit you know what I'm saying and if you if people mm-hmm. can't handle the truth then that's not a good thing I'm I'm, I'm a gentle person um so yeah so so here's the deal like it's a different culture here so and again it it depends on the mentality so in new york there's a lot of like rush urgency uh aggressiveness um you know a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff and then out Mm -hmm. here you might get somebody who's assertive or aggressive i've had like maybe one aggressive person that reminded me from somebody from new york um but uh but i haven't dated out here are you in a relationship? <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> I we like, it like I don't we know what that <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like I I'm, I have relationships, you know what I'm saying, with people. So I'm in yeah, I'm in a relationship. Um You in a relationship? What do you mean? <laughs> Can you go home with a random somebody tonight and not worry about nothing tomorrow? I don't. I mean, you. It sounds like you might have a lot to worry about if you're taking home a random person. But that that's just true. me. <laughs> that's just me. You mean like, do I have an agreement with somebody that um, that y'all are that we exclusive. won't that we have that we're exclusive? Right. I would say that I've shared a sentiment of of monogamy, and 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 I've I've had the the same expression back to me. Lyric, I, I listen. I, <laughs> I hate you. Right now. I wanted to put this on blast. Now I feel like I 
Are you are you an entanglement? I am I am never never that. Never that. I'm not no, no entanglement. Okay. No, nope, none whatsoever. I, I I met a soulmate though. I have met a soulmate. That's great. I have met a soulmate. I, I mean beautiful person. I've met a beautiful person. Um, you know, and like somebody that is my is my friend and my and supportive of me and um yeah, like mirrors me. And 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 if if I ever have a trauma, I a memory, I can move past it and and talk about it and be vulnerable about it. Right. And see, ooh, I'm I'm so happy you used that word right there, vulnerable. I feel I feel like this. I know one thing that's like really dear to you, really true to you is poetry, right? Mm -hmm. Now with that, that's like you at your most vulnerable state. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. everybody can't, everybody isn't a poet. Do you feel like because you have this way with, with words and like self reflection and everything like that, that that makes you a great communicator in your relationship? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. The more I understand me and I can express me, in, mm -hmm. in, in a gentle way it's all about the way we say things and all about the way that we express ourselves mm -hmm. you understand even mm -hmm. like okay I'll give you the time that's such an incomplete thing to say because it's like what are we really saying there's no healing in that right what are we really it's not time it's a mentality it's a thought I can literally change my mind and then everything shifts in an instant I can change my mind I can say I am not this person anymore and then change my whole fucking life up Right. In an instant, I've done it several times. It's called alchemy. It's called transmutation. It's called letting go, accepting and allowing. If I want to become new, if I want a new experience, if I want a new relationship, that something that grows me, then I have to honor myself in all areas of my life. Right. And say, this is, and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about if you can't make it for dinner tonight because you have to go into the studio. I've had I've had the person that I'm that I that I uh, share share intimacy with. You know, there's times that he's like, I have to handle some business tonight. I wanted to do this, but I can't do it. I'm like, okay. And he'll be like, Don't be mad at me. I promise this. And I said, Uh, I said, Don't say promise anything. I was like, I don't need you to make promise. It'll happen. If it's supposed to right. happen, it'll happen. You know what I mean? Or he'll be like, I owe you this because I did this. And I'm like, No, you don't. This is not a transactional relationship. This is a transformational one. So I, pra I practice healthy ways of loving so that way I can practice healthy ways of loving. Right. The only way I can experience something that I want to experience is by choosing to experience that. So if you can't provide that for me, if you're afraid of my love, if you're afraid of me, if you crave something that you think you don't already have, then you're telling me you don't, you're not confident. You're not secure, security guard. You're not secure here. <laughs> you don't feel good here. You, there's something that I'm not providing for you. So you're going to go scatter and find it somewhere else. You're not even healthy. You can't grow me. You can't evolve me. So let me go ahead and, and, and keep being in my home frequency and keep being happy and healthy. And I'm going to attract what it is that I that I seek because what I seek is already on its way and it's coming to me and I didn't even realize when it's going to be here but all of a sudden here it is right. and I mean my my programming is like is this real 
Is this real me? I keep checking in. Is this person real? Aren't all men like this? Aren't, you know, oh, you know, oh, this person is like, oh, this person is like this. He's right, like me. Right. Wow. Thank you. All I can say is thank you. All I can... All I can do is shut down fear if he ever talks about fear. There is no pressure coming from me. There are no expectations coming from me. How about you be free in all that you want to do and then you let me know how that goes. Just don't betray me and be honest with me and let's see if we keep floating towards each other. Are we going right. to stay on the same wavelength? Everybody's so concerned with the outcome. Every day is a new outcome. What is it looking like today? Be in that. Enjoy that. Let's not scare each other. Let's not demand more of what we cannot give that's why people are afraid to be in relationships and afraid of that boyfriend and girlfriend title which i don't care for those terms anyway uh, listen 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 i <laughs> i have a lot of stuff written down and you just hitting them all because what i was about to say you went to the title so i had to stop you because you was live one time and i heard you speak and you said that you don't believe in roles in a relationship no we we were partners I mean, I mean, we all play a role and then some. We all, but we like all, the, we all help each other. We're all woman role. That is a fucking terrible, horrible curse on unity and the the male and female gender roles in the world. It's a it's a detriment to humanity. That type of idea. Oh, the mm -hmm. woman gonna do this and a guy's going to... This is why people are fucking having this tizzy about this entrepreneurship conversation. Everybody's mm -hmm. like, oh, you can't be with a person with a nine to five. Oh, so what you trying to say about a person with a nine to five? Because I don't make as much money as you ideally want me to make because you think you better than me. There we go. Now, it's, what is that? That's poison. Mm -hmm. I'll build the house too. Yo, let's both paint. Yo, let's, you know, <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's both, let's both do the sheetrock. What do we let's let's let even when we make in love, I'm not gonna let you put in all the work for what you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you have to share, you have to be in love, you have to you have to rise in love. You're not falling, there is no falling. You didn't meet me on the ground. Mm, I like that. I like that. Sex is a, is a is a meditation within itself. If we're not, if I'm not helping you evolve spiritually, who you really are. What are we doing? That's the real entrepreneurship. You don't even have to work so hard if you mm. don't want to. That's how powerful we are. People, we make we can make people work for us out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like hard, like when people say work hard, have no life. I I, I catch flights, not feelings. All like right. all of that is poison, 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 poison. You can be successful financially with a person by your side. As a matter of fact, that that is so that's the deepest magic you can have you and a person, another person. The duality, you know, even our DNA is a double helix. Like the duality, the the man and the woman, there's a reason why genders come in two. You know right. what I'm saying? When that shit comes together, magic, right? What do we what happens when those those two come together? We have babies. You just mm -hmm. created life. You telling me I can create life, but I'm not worthy enough to create opportunities for myself. That I'm not that I'm not clever enough to give my love myself wholly, so that way I can wholly give myself to you. You know that's what sin means, right? Without, mm. when you're without something and you're not feeling mm -hmm. whole inside. So if I don't feel whole, I'm gonna be 
in sin. I'm going to be with feeling like I'm without and, and putting it on you and telling you that you ain't shit for not meeting me here and putting your job before me. I feel like that's a, another big thing as far as, see, when you brought that up, I didn't even think about it. We're speaking about entrepreneurship and not only are you an entrepreneur, but you're an entrepreneur woman. And a lot of the things with these roles that we speak about, men feel as if, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not just going to sit here and make it seem like it's other men. Um, like I said, when I met, when I met my girlfriend, um, and like I said, she worked for that nonprofit, I actually went through you that program. You should keep program. calling her your significant other. You shouldn't even call her your girlfriend. Your sign- I like the way you said that. Your significant All right, other. my significant other. She's gotcha, so significant. gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I met my significant other, I went through that program um, because, like I said, I had just got out and I qualified for it and I, I obtained a trade and, you know, and that was that. But she made so much, she made double the amount of money that I made and I made good I'm, I'm going to call it good money our definitions of good money is probably different but to me I made good money at least the best money I've ever made in my life at that point you know because as we keep going we keep going up good but money is financial freedom right anything exactly. that provides you financial freedom mm-hmm. and we were straight you know we was in new york before we had we got three children i had my first son and i had a set of twins thank you so yeah we were straight until the children came that's when we had to start moving around and looking but it was hard for me you know at that point in the beginning because the way i was raised is all right I'm the man. I need to make sure that everything's straight just by me mm, alone. Pressure. I need to be that right. Pressure. And then exactly. Mm. And the fact that she made more she, than you. She right. was a breadwinner. You felt right. Oh, like right? let's say this mm-hmm. bill need to be paid, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, all right, I I, I got I that. I I'ma that. wait till my next no, I'm be like, I'm gonna wait till my next paycheck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then she like, all right, I did it already. Right. And it's like, damn, like so then you just give her back the money. You know what I'm saying? You just hit her, hit her with some money in her account. And I mean, okay, right, so go ahead right. ask me a question. Sorry, go ahead. My, my oh, well, I don't, even, I don't even think it was a question. I was just speaking on just this this whole thing that we have as men because that also, that's when so insecurities that's start insecurity. to come. Insecurity, now you feel without. Now you feel lack. Right. Now you're now you're creating that that energy and that negative energy and that I'm not good enough. And, and now and now you feel weak. And now you feel like she's going to see somebody else. And now, and right, now you're self-sabotaging right. like that. You cannot do that. We don't want to do that. We want to stay in our home frequency. We want to know that you know, I, this is my mentality. If I got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't look for you to take care of me. I've been taking care of myself since I was 17 years old. I'm 35 now. I've been doing this shit. Let me look at my wrist real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) I've been doing this, any amount of help. I, 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 I'm receptive to that love. I'm receptive to that thing. These are things that I wasn't receptive to before I was codependent wanting to help other people. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I, I, I had a stepdaughter in my, in my early twenties. You know, she used to call me mommy. Like, that's how much love I had and how much I dedicated my life to relationships. Besides my career, I always kept that afloat somehow. You know what I'm saying? I never not chased the bag. Love never interrupted that for me. Don't get me wrong. There was times I was sick and I fought through it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I wasn't well. I wasn't happy. You know what I mean? I wasted away even. You know what I'm saying? But I had to really realize who I am, what I'm capable of what love is and what love is not. 
I had to learn all of these things on my own because nobody taught me them. No one teaches us to love in healthy ways or to share love in healthy ways. We all, we listen to the music. You know, I need a ride or die chick. You gotta love me no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want a baller at the club. I want a gangster from BK. You know what I'm saying? I want a roughneck. You know, so now, so now, so now, so now here I am in positions where I'm with these rough guys and, and, and they might put their hands on me and not saying because they rough, they put their hands on you. And I don't want to give that kind of idea, but they might not be well and they might see somebody else getting violent and they might be violent towards you. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a possibility when you're, when you're invoking this kind of energy, you know what I'm saying? It took me, it took me a, a minute to, to, to realize that I wanted a gentleman. That I am not, like earlier in this podcast, I said, I'm, I'm a gentle person. I am, but there are times when I'm not. And, and and you know what I need when I'm not? I need a gentle man. Right. To help bring me back to my home frequency with a word, a gesture, a, a reminder. So that way you can help, you know, like that's what our body does right when we get sick our cells fight the bad cells and like bring us back that's this is what we have white cells white blood cells red blood cells you know what i'm saying like there's dualities everywhere that are there to help us and unless we understand that and we want to match that within our physical being then you know we're either gonna figure it out or we're gonna keep making mistakes Right. And finding ourselves in the same situation over and over again, no matter if you're an entrepreneur or not. Right. So I have a I have a question. Um, I feel like, like I said, with everything you said, it's real clear that there are things that you went through to become the person you are today. And through this podcast and other people's podcasts that listen, I feel like they're listening for, let's say, a sense of education. Right. So if you, you know, given your knowledge and your experiences and everything like that, one thing that we do hope is that it helps somebody that, you know what I mean, still going through stuff that you probably went through or other people probably went through in the past. So you just brought up music and I do feel like like we all love music right it, it helps us feel you know great meditate all of that mm-hmm. but some but the way the music going nowadays how you was like oh i want to ride a die i want to you like poison poison like how do you feel about that do you feel because you know once upon a time the music that we had was like you know it was great as far as like just r&b love and all of that right right and now we don't we don't have anything like that do you feel like say anything like that there's some there's some high frequency songs out there that i like to listen to and put my palms in the air and just receive all that fly under the radar of course they do because 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 we have a government with an agenda and when you have a government with an agenda and and a system that's in place to make you feel without Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, the breaking the relationship. Like I, even Christians will say, and every religion will have a thing about relationships and like how relationships are always under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's true. Where there is no unity, there is what there's division. Division. Exactly. So like, if I can divide them the home and make everybody fend for themselves and be be in a fearful state and and not feel good. You know, you have people who are addicted addicted to sex. 
I had to understand this. Like, I love my friends. I don't. I don't care if you're if you're promiscuous. You're promiscuous. If you do sex work, you do sex sex work. There's no judgment from me, right? Right. I just know that there's different energies out there. Like, and the perversion one is one that I I've learned. I really don't want to be affiliated with. Right. I've even considered. I'm like, fuck it. I'll do an OnlyFans and put my feet on the OnlyFans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, like, get it how you live it, boo. Like, you know, whatever. Like, yo, like everybody, you know. And then, and I and and I I I just never could. And I and I didn't right. understand it until the other day when I put up a post and I made a joke. And I was like, because I got a text uh, from like unemployment. They're like, we're not going to give you extra money or whatever. The, you know, we're not we're going to stop the extra money. And it's like, all right, but we still are not in a place where we're shooting all over the place and we can all work and get jobs easily. Like right. my production stopped indefinitely. So, you know, not saying that opportunities don't come to me and I don't have other means of making money. Of course, I started a skip film school, you know, I'm making courses all the time and, you know, all of these different things. So it's like, Okay, I figure out how to still get it, how, <laughs> but I made a joke and I said, I guess it's time to get an OnlyFans, and mm-hmm. the messages that I got from men and women, not even they weren't bad or anything, but just the energy in them, it mm-hmm. didn't make me feel good. Right, right. And I had to sit and be like, why am I feeling this way? And I'm like, oh, because I put that energy out there. So let me take that fearful energy out. I don't. I know that I don't want to. I, even when it comes to my feet, I don't want people looking at me in a perverted way. I don't want that energy right. in my direction. You know, if it if it harms me and it's harmed me growing up, then I don't I don't want it now. And and you know, and and I made peace with that. And I'm like, I'm never gonna make a joke about OnlyFans again. Not saying that I you can't use OnlyFans for different shit, but some like Epstein, R. Kelly, like that kind of dark energy that comes with right. perversion. Like I love sex, you know what I'm saying? I love I love passion, I love love making, I love expression and communication through the physical and even the art behind it. But when it comes to the that that perversion energy, that sexual addiction, you know, I've dated somebody with a sexual addiction before. You know, it's a, it's a really it's a really uh tough place to be in when you feel without. Right. If you choose sexual addiction as as, you know, to fulfill any kind of uh lack place you have in your body or in your mind or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. i have a quick question though um what you bringing up like r kelly and i'm not gonna bring in epstein though that's totally different and and the reason i'm bringing r kelly is because we what's, we what's different the- they both they both sexual predators, no, with money. Right, right, right. No, no, no. But I'm saying what what I meant is because we was talking about music and mm-hmm. Epstein don't make music. Oh, so. got you. Okay. So I was like, they can both crazy. you as a <laughs> can you? But see, this is the thing that's crazy is like I'm I'm 33, so like okay. you got me about two years. But when we were kids, you know, this whole R. Kelly thing is so old. But we you know saw I mean? the news. We knew it was there. We right, knew we, that yeah, they got married yeah. when she was 15. Mm-hmm. These new kids, they get you out of here quick. Like they like they go back, they dig, they get everybody oh, up out of here quick. Canceling. But, Mm-hmm. Yeah, canceling all of that. But the the thing that I want to ask is, with somebody like R. Kelly, do you ever separate the character from the music? Or are you just like, nah, fuck you, not? Nah, I don't want to listen or none of that. Is that a hard thing for you to do, or not? <laughs> I'm a spiritual person, mm-hmm. so um, for the most part, 
I spiritually feel like there's certain R. Kelly songs that I cannot fuck with at all. Like, Seems Like You're Ready. You oh, know. that's a good like, song. Yeah, though. but like, if you, it, but it's the, all right, so there's energy behind, you know, music. There's energy behind words. There's, look, I, I, I loved, I, there's like, what's my favorite? Hump Bounce is like one of my favorite R. Kelly songs from back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's it's, 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 that shit goes hard. But like, and then I really like the best of both worlds, Jay-Z and R. Kelly, the album. Like, that's my mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? You remind me. That's just, man. That's my that's... shit. She get it from my mama. You can't tie a sweater over that ass or hide it in pajamas. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that album was so good. Like, but um, I would say that it does make a difference for me who you are okay. like you could even be a good person and rap fucking poison and i and i'll fuck with you because i love you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and and you can be a bad person and have good music and i gotta look at you and be like i, I can't support you 100 percent. so but like see, that's how i so felt like, about oh go ahead i'm sorry no, it's okay ahead. it's like i don't i'm not like yo alexa play you know by r kelly like you know what i'm saying like the only reason why i'm whispering is so she doesn't play the song but um <laughs> you know like i don't i don't i'm not over here trying to support his bail or you know what i mean and and he he's sick i don't i don't know i have a thing about prison too i'm not saying this is what punishment should be for what but like he has to be stopped for sure like you you and a lot of women are out there wanting to be abused by him and right. that's the do sick be- shit do you believe in rehabilitation Yes, but not, uh, but for psychopathy, because I studied it, because I've dated a couple of them, mm-hmm. um, so a couple of psychopaths. I and, and just to be clear to anybody who doesn't, who isn't aware and doesn't know, psychopathy is when someone does not have empathy. And there's so many different kinds of psychopaths. And, and they're not all murderers with knives. Like, they're just different kinds of psychopaths. And, right. you know, depending, people turn into psychopaths like when they're like in their late teens it's like usually determined whether or like if somebody even even at a young age like if somebody if a kid is hurting animals you know and they don't have any empathy like you Mm -hmm. know you know that whatever pain that they've dealt with they 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 didn't go down the right fucking hole they went down the wrong one you know what i'm saying like the one that is dexter yeah like (laughs) you know what i mean so you know, that could happen to you if you don't know how to deal with your pain or depending on what you've been through. Sometimes you can turn into a schizophrenic, you know, like your your, your brain fragments and it, and it forgets certain things. And then you just kind of go into different identities. Like I study psychology because it's super important to me, human relationships and, and making sure that I'm out of harm's way. You know what I'm saying? I'm very well aware mm-hmm. of like those shows that be coming on where, you know, women be killing men, men be killing women. Like, keep me far the fuck away from that <laughs> shit. And and when you're codependent and you're desperate for love, you will fuck around and attract somebody like that. Right. There, the, these domestic violence cases are real. I've been in. I've been in them. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I've, I've seen. I like like I, when I tell you, I had to change my mind about some shit, and I didn't need much time for that. I just needed it to happen in a moment, in an instant. And I said, oh yeah, nah, this is not for me. And when you feel like, oh yeah, this is not for me and you don't betray yourself because you love yourself, you don't have to worry about a damn thing. Everything falls in line for you. 
And people need to understand that kind of power and they have to be clear about what they want and know what they deserve and know their worth. Because if you feel without, then you're gonna attract people who feel without, entrepreneur right. or not. True. If I ask 35 year old Lyric this question, I automatically know the answer and the answer is gonna be no. But I wanna ask 20 year old Lyric, can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Do you like fixing men? I didn't intentionally know I was doing that. I was trying to do that. I'm a nurturing mm. person. So I love taking care. Right. Um, so so I didn't I'm not trying to fix the person. I didn't sometimes I don't think you need to be fixed. If I don't I'm not looking that, that's me. Other people mm -hmm. could be. I don't I don't I, there's a joke there was a spider woman suit with, a, with a, in a, on a woman with a spider woman suit and I, I made a joke one time and I was like this is me no longer saving these holes um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I would say like I would I would be attracted to those who felt without who felt I mean and not that I knew right away but um you know like I when I was 26 okay mm -hmm. I met somebody, he was 20, he was my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he left Baltimore and, you know, didn't ask his parents for anything. And I'm a working woman and I, you know, I cared about him. He didn't have a coat, it was cold. And I was like, yeah, we getting you a coat. And I took him to H&M and spent like $50 on a coat for him. Mm -hmm. And like, that was a big deal to him. But like, look, now I'm playing a fucking mother role, right? And somebody's looking right, for a right. parent. <laughs> yeah, 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 these are things that I had no concept of. And if, and whoever's listening, God bless your heart. If you're listening, here's a gem right here. You need to buy the book. It's called How to Spot a Dangerous Man Before Getting Involved by Sandra Brown. Again, mm. that is How to Spot a Dangerous Man Before Getting Involved by Sandra Brown. And all men should read it too, because the same thing for women, except the, okay. the reason why it's about men is because the culture of the patriarchy type of deal and like losing control as a woman or making excuses or women being into that program where they're, where they're programmed to play that role. So it's kind of like helping you get out of that role gives you women's stories, but it'll, a woman could have all of these same symptoms. You know, they go over everything. So me learning that was a part of my healing, like having to hear the hard truth. You know what I'm saying about something? Mm -hmm. Because because you have to you have to stay in your power. You have to be powerful. You can't be giving your life away to another individual because you think that it's good for you. And you think that this person is going to save you from life for yourself, right? Disney, like the fucking, I'm, I'm Snow White. Get me out of here with this crazy bitch. She ain't even my mom. She killed my dad. Help me. Meet me by the well. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, that's a Jesus story too. Jesus met Mary Magdalene by the well. So you know what I'm saying? There's deep programming that we don't even know as kids. Right, that are right. like, man, it could save you. Yo, I was in second grade imagining this guy I had a crush on break through the wall with a motorcycle and pick me up and <laughs> save me out of class. I, that was my fantasy as, as, as a little girl in second right, grade. Right. You know what I'm saying? I heard because something about Pocahontas yesterday too that I didn't even know. Oh, Disney's on it. Oh, how she was fucking animalistic and shit, walking on her hands and shit like that. And, and all of a sudden this white man saved her life. 
John no, no, Smith. No, I heard that the real Pocahontas was just being sold from a kid. Now, I haven't did my research on this. This is just what I heard yesterday. And I was like, I don't know. Seriously. I yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to do some research on that one. I, I just know like she fell in love with him and was trying to save his life and shit like that. That's a real story. Yeah. I, whether she was sold or not or however mm-hmm. that shit went. Like, I, I'm not really sure. That was, I, th- I think, in the 1700s in Virginia. Yeah. What's now considered Virginia. Right. That's not, that's not the story of when... I guess Christopher Columbus came here and took no. over America. They, no. Mm-mm. Christopher Columbus didn't even come to America. <laughs> okay. He He's responsible for the people like me, Puerto Rico. The, you know, he he took the, the uh, African people from Africa and brought them through the Caribbean. So gotcha. he showed up there. Okay. Um, uh, he's Spanish. We don't we in, in the United States we don't speak Spanish. We speak English, right? Mm-hmm. There are some places like New Orleans that is divided by French and Spanish. So you'll have some French streets and you'll have some Spanish streets. And there's culture there. So you can see like even state by state who kind of culturally took over what. Mm-hmm. Um you know, here, but but Christopher Columbus really he had nothing to do with here. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the shit we learn is bullshit. (laughs) Like it's all a fucking lie. Like, and the reason why I know this, I love. Thank God. Shout out to my career is because I I traveled the Caribbean for an HGTV show called Caribbean Life, and Mm. um and that's where I learned about all the history and every single island and everything, and like the sugar. I would go to the sugar cane, the sugar mills. You know what I mean? Where the the old plantations and everything and there's so much culture and like African culture in these Caribbean islands so I'm so happy and proud to be from the Caribbean um mm-hmm. you know because wait you Dominican or you no, no, Puerto, no, I'm Puerto Rican, Rican. I'm Puerto okay Rican. Gotcha, that's gotcha. why I, I got a lot of white you could see a lot of European uh uh features in me my, my father was born in Puerto Rico my mom was born in the states and like her generations are from here so she's not Puerto Rican she's like a European mix I think maybe Austrian or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, she speaks Spanish? She knows conversational Spanish, but she didn't grow up. Uh, Do you like, speak Spanish? Spanish? I know conversational Spanish. My father's gotcha. fluent. But that's what okay. they do. Like in New York, they, they call you New Yorican. You don't, not a lot, not all of us are <laughs> fluent. You know what I'm saying? Unless like your parents come from first generation and they teach it to you. My dad was first generation, but I came from a broken home. So the streets raised me. <laughs> How do you feel up now that's a this this topic is something that I speak about a lot and because I'm not gonna lie, I am a I am a guy that's about roles in relationships. Um that's just me. Um I feel you you said something earlier about a gentleman and I feel like I have three boys. I feel it's my job to teach my boys how to be a man and I feel like it's my significant other job to teach them how to be a gentleman you get what I'm saying so it's like I feel both parents in the household is kind of important and I know that you said you grew up um with your mother you grew up in a single family uh home correct Mm -hmm. and I grew up majority of my life in a single family home my mother got married again um 
and for I don't know a couple of years but the, out of those years I learned a lot although I hated my stepfather growing up as a man I can appreciate him just for being somebody that raised me as if I was his own when I wasn't you get what I'm saying we get older and then we're like damn I I may not do that or I'm, you know what I mean like he really was there he spent money he took me all around the country everything just things that I didn't appreciate um growing up and i feel like a number one problem and i only could speak about black men because i'm black um with with us black men that grow up in single family homes is we get in relationships with women from being raised by just our mother and we don't know how to be a man in that relationship we don't know how to make sure that everything's straight in that relationship and then we tend to lean on women to be kind of which is which is where my question where do you like fixing men came into lean into that role of i just want a woman that's going to take care of me you get what i'm saying so when i asked you that question do you like fixing men it was more on the line of men that don't know how to lead or I, I don't want to say lead because you're gonna probably feel away about that word but don't know how to just be a partner let's just call that well lead i was gonna say lead just don't know how to be that man in that relationship and look towards you as the woman to do everything you get what i'm saying <laughs> okay so here so here's a couple of things and here's the lie the lie is the man has to be the head of household. The man has to be the leader. The man has to provide. The man, man, what is it to be a man? Who the fuck, how, you are a man. How can you be taught to be who you are? Tell me that. You know who you are. You're not separate from yourself, okay? You, you, you may be misguided. You may, you may be mistaken. You may be misled, yes. Correct. Absolutely. You have to start from somewhere. You were you were a youth before. You get lied to as a youth. You keep lying to yourself as an adult. You don't even know what the fuck men and women is really even about. The king and the queen. The, the, you know. Yeah. Right. The king might be higher than the queen in the deck, but that's where people got it fucking twisted. They sit right next to each other. It doesn't matter if if he's stronger physically than she is. She is also physically stronger than he is because she births the creation. You understand? Mm -hmm. So so when we talk about gender, let's stop thinking about vagina and penis. Let's think about you as a man who has a duality, who has a feminine and a masculine side to him. We all have more than one gender within us, right? We come from both genders. We have both of them. Why do men have nipples, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we both, we're both, we're both genders. So when you think about it, okay, embrace that. Let me, let me erase everything that I was taught. Let me take the pressure off of myself real quick. Let me not define myself by what people tell me I'm supposed to define myself by. Okay? I can be, and this is for you, I can be both, both man, whatever that's supposed to mean for you, and <laughs> gentle man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I can be both masculine and both feminine. I can have the, I, I want to love my woman. I want to hug. That's a physical touch. That's maternal. That's material. I can touch you physically. I can show, I can express love to you. I am maternal. You are first 
maternal. You are here. You exist. And you can create. You have seeds to offer. You know what I'm saying? That's powerful within itself. That's gentleness. Mm -hmm. That's ease. That's peace. That's creation. When you look at things like that and that kind of essence, you don't, you don't, you forget who you're supposed to be or what the world tells you you're supposed to be. What are you supposed to teach your son how to box people and be violent? And that's what it is to be a man. That's a fucking lie, if I've ever heard. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Just saying this. I'm saying that's what the program teach. Right. That's what the program teach. You got to be tough. You got to be incredible Hulk. You got to be, you know, the music, right? You got to be uh, uh, kicking these holes out your car. Bitch, get in my car and then bitch, get out my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there, when you have honor, that is the most masculine thing. When you're gentle, when you have honor, when you have respect, when you have patience, love is patient. You are love. God is love. You are God. So you can't really miss yourself. You're not really not who you are. You're whoever you're supposed to be. You know, you're not, mm-hmm. you're not, you don't have to be tough. You can teach, you, you're telling me you can't teach your son, hey, you know, mommy's, mommy's not feeling well right now. Like, you know, let's, let's, let's be considerate and like give her a pillow or ask her if she wants something to drink or ask her what she wants to eat for dinner. Matter of fact, let's cook her up something. Almost oh, definitely. Let's, chef, see, let's chef it up. But, and look at that. I, and somebody would say, "What? That's a feminine thing. The woman's supposed to be in the kitchen." You see, you see why roles don't work? Because yeah. because if I can make the bed, you can make the bed too. And if you make the bed when I'm in the bathroom, because usually when you're in the bathroom, I'll make the bed. I like that. I need help. I need support. If we can't support one another evenly with each other, how can we be a unit? If we don't sit next to each other on the throne, if we're not on the same team, how can how then can we be a unit? How can we bring unity? How can we create with health? How do we feel whole? That's what health comes from, right? Heal, right. health, wholeness, holy, holy day. Every day should be a holy day. This is what Christ consciousness is all about. Christ means anointed, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jesus was like, it's all about your faith. It's all about what you believe. It's all about, you know, he kept saying over and over again, you have the ability, you have the power, you are God. I am my father. You know what I'm saying? I don't judge people. I could I could discipline myself. You know what I'm saying? And I could and I could make love and have sex magic at the same time because I'm trying to ascend here and I know what I came here to do. Cause y'all motherfuckers right. is gonna kill me for calling myself God. And knowing my power because you call it blasphemy you know what i'm saying and then they created something called christianity where they changed it all up and they even though it says what it says and it's supposed to be in your face people are just like everybody has a different version of what jesus was talking about right you know like i mean look we have the power to have whatever we want but love is the highest frequency understanding is the highest frequency support is the highest frequency and if you're a security guard today but you believe in yourself to, and you don't want to be a security guard anymore and you've changed your mind and your frequency and you've just met me and I match that frequency guess what you ain't going to be a security guard for long and, and, <laughs> and or, or you might be security guarding and then you're still doing your hustle on the side because now you're learning new ways to make money and of course you want wealth because you believe you can have it and you believe everything belongs to you so let's go ahead and do what we want to do to live the life we want to live and be at peace and be happy and we can only fuck with people that fuck with that you heard 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're we're wrapping up on our time. Before we go, it's a few things. One, do you want to leave the people? I mean, I felt like you just did a good job. Do you want to leave the people with with one? Oh man, this is what I want you to do. I forgot all about this. I had this written down. I've heard you speak on this multiple times, and I feel like it's something that, like, I wanted to use this myself. But when I knew that I was going to be able to uh, get you on the podcast, I was like, I'd rather you just use it. I love your your play on the word abuse. Mm. And I probably fucked up how you was going to nah, say nah, it just nah, by doing you. it like that. <laughs> I love that you knew that. <laughs> when did you hear me say that? All right. I heard you say it the first time. When I jumped in, when you was talking to that one man that was married was for live. all those years, yeah, and then I went through some more of your, um, some more of your interviews, and and I heard you say it again, and I was like, nah, cause I, I was like, yo, did she just come up with this off the top of her head? No, like that? you when you but look it, at words, when you look at the etymology, or you were look at what words mean, when you look at what you're saying, I don't even like to say morning, good morning. I'm not morning this morning. Stop wishing that mm. on me. Look at that, look at that. You know what I'm saying? Like poetry. There's so <laughs> like, you know, like even like you go to when you go to a funeral, right? They call it like awake. You go to awake and the person looks like they're sleeping dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so many things, there's so much power in words. It is. The and, tongue and is definitely that, strong. It's a language. And then they try to strip you from your language. Sometimes you create your own language. But when you think of like I want to be used. I want to be used for good. I want to be used for value. Right now, what I'm doing, like what we're doing, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not, tra- this is not transactional shit. Like, you're not like, yo, let me, I'll pay you this. And, you know, this is, this is love. Like, this is an exchange mm-hmm. of, of information and sharing and, and spirituality and conversation. This is peace. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's the value in this is so great. And, and I want to be used in good ways and you want to be, so we're using each other right now, but it feels mm-hmm. good, right? It's right. when you abuse, that's where the word mm. ab- abuse comes from. Don't mm-hmm. abuse me. Don't abuse don't me. Don't abuse me. That's, that's the right. opposite of using. So we all want to be used because if we don't, if that's the thing, that's the trickery in it. So if you, if you, if you, if you use both abuse and used in negative connotation, then how mm-hmm. can we be receptive and and be able to give love freely? If we're not a, if we're right, if if right. I'm not if I'm not willing to be used for my gentle side and my stronger uh, rational side, let's just say rational. You don't have to be physically, you know. Yes, be strong because that's a part of self love. You want to like love your body and be strong, right? That's not right. even tough. That's that's still gentle. We can put gentleness to everything here make sure you care about what you eat in your body you know what i'm saying that's a maternal thing like i care about what you consume i want to feed you life you know what i'm saying there's pictures that egyptians that egyptians painted and sculpted and created and and sketched that that were and carved that that showed people you know feeding onks to each other you know what i'm saying like i'm feeding you life i'm you know, that's the expression that I want to, to show and, and give. So I don't abuse me. Don't mm-hmm. don't tra- don't be transactional with me. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like, love me. If you do anything for me, do it because you care, not because you're trying to get something from me because you feel like you don't have. That's that's where that's where abuse comes from. That's where, where a lot of relationships go wrong. Why why I why why do I feel the need to have to fix you 
Is it because I'm looking for control? If I feel like I'm the one saving you, then you'll always look to me and you'll never leave me. But then here you go wanting to leave me and now I'm fucking bugging out and putting my hands on you because I'm scared that I can't love myself and find something better. What? Mm-hmm. You done fixed a man and he done took all these good things you done taught him and took it to another woman. And, that, and that's a lie too. That's a beautiful lie. That's beautiful a lie? Beautiful lie. Absolutely. Who the fuck said he's, he's refined for the next person? No way. That's a mm. lie. Okay, okay. I, no, I get you on that. That's, that. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's the lies that we tell ourselves that that keep us in fear. It's the lies that we tell. Like, what are we afraid of? We're here for a blip, man. We're here quickly. If you're not living your best life, if you're not living your best purpose, if you're not doing the things that you want to do, if you're betraying yourself constantly, you're going to live in hell. If you're doing what you love to do, you're going to live in heaven. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever room you want it to be is your mind state. You're, it's all a mental game, life. And you always want to feel good. You know? Follow your intuition. How do I do that? Here's how to follow your intuition. Okay? You, mm-hmm. you, you listen to how you feel inside without even thinking about how. You know, when your thoughts incite your feelings, that's one thing. When you don't mm-hmm. even have to think about it, but you just feel that sensation of something, uh, something's off. Right that you can't even process that shit yet because you're just like, that was a weird look, but I don't know what that means. So let me continue on with the conversation. And then mm-hmm. you might find out next week that the person was hating on you the whole time. Right, right, you, right. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know why, <laughs> yeah. but, that, but that person feels without, so they hate on you because you have something that they want that they feel like they can't get. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, it's all abuse, all of that type of shit, whether you're having sex with them or not. So you want to make sure that you're around the people who support you in all things, who love you in all ways, who love themselves in all ways, who's patient with themselves, who don't judge you for being who you are, but instead listen to you and understand you and meet you where they where, where they know that you are and then speaking life into you if you're receptive to it. And that's love. Mm, love it. Abuse. Listen, can you tell the people where they can find you? Instagram. You can find Twitter. me on Instagram, Twitter. I love getting into my tw- my twit my Twitter bag, my tweeting bag. <laughs> um, you can find me lyrics poetic. I've had that same handle since like 2011 when I first had Instagram. Lyrics poetic is my handle, and um, and yeah, I I offer wisdom on my page. I. I you know, peace and love and, and symbolism and poetry and and good vibes. I try not to get triggered so much. I I, I try to work on my aggressive side because I want to stay in my home <laughs> frequency and come from a loving place. Because um, sometimes I, I have, I know I have strong opinions sometimes. Yeah, so sometimes I'm like, well, let me not say it in this way. Like if, if Shorty Flo Millie comes out with the song Calling Men Weak, do I need to be looking upset? Like, no, I could just be like, hey guys, don't be misguided by this message. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Exactly. Like love men, don't use them. Pay attention because no woman is ever telling you how they're getting the money. They're just saying that the guy gives me the money. So is she really saying that men are weak because I just take their money and I don't, you know, and I abuse them? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I just I just want the youth to uh, love one another. I want men and women to love one another. I, I wish that, you know, and then Missy Elliott even co-signed for her. And it makes me look at the music industry. And I'm like, guys, like, 
they need that cosign and here she is cosigning that kind of information and that poisonous message and you know i'm not mad at ratchet at ratchet um you know or egoic music sometimes it's, it's cool you want to rock out to that you want to be in that vibration that i'm the shit and, and you're irreplaceable you know what i'm saying like i could replace you quick but sometimes you know you start to when you start to become real powerful and you know that whatever you say like you're a magic wand type shit like you really mm-hmm. want to really be mindful of what you're saying and I what you're listening to and, 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 and you got to really be responsible about it when i was when i was younger you know before rap music became pop because pop is just popular music now now rap music is on the top of the billboards black whites everybody listen to our music now you know what i mean before that happened i used to feel like rap like they should change the things they say in their songs but i'm like after seeing it go pop and it's like all right well this don't affect the the white people like that so it's not that i feel the artist has have a big responsibility we watch these actors and these movies and we don't we we separate their role from them but when it comes to rappers a lot of these people are in are in entertainment and you know they may rap about oh i didn't kill this i did this da, 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 da. and then they leave the studio they go home to their beautiful art. families mm-hmm. right and i just feel like artists should start taking more responsibility and just letting our black youth understand that this is entertainment this is art you know just like you said that doesn't mean go out there and do this you get so what i'm here's, saying so here's how to here's how to here's how to how to <laughs> how to combat that i suppose mm-hmm. if one feels that they don't lack that they're not without something they'll catch it they'll say why like this doesn't feed me or i can't relate to this you know what i'm saying like not everybody's gonna relate to that flow millie song like that mm-hmm. that shit is poison for the women and for the young men that hear it grown right. men don't give a fuck about that you know what i'm saying i'm gonna take all his money like you have men who are g's or like they already know the scam you know what I'm saying? So so they know what's up. Like you, I mean, especially from New York. Like, you're not just gonna get over on any New York dude. Like, we they woke. Like, they know the game right. that they created. You know what I mean? Type shit. You know what I'm saying? They but that's cause and effect. That's a universal law. The law of cause, you know, the law of cause and effect. If I'm treating something this way, I'm going to get treated like that. Or should we say mistreated? Right? right. So so if I'm being mistreated this way, I'm going to receive that mistreatment back. And then you have these people who that was me one time I was cold hearted I was like oh men don't love me I'm not gonna love them back and I just literally was like breaking hearts when I was a teenager and I was like I don't mean it but I'm really not trying to fuck with you like that for that long like you know what I mean like and Mm -hmm. and and I just didn't I didn't even maybe know how to fall in love again until I allowed myself to because I just became, my heart became super cold. I was like, what? For what? Why? You guys aren't trustworthy? What am I, you know? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and, that, and that's a really, and a lot of, a lot of women who solicit sex feel that way because, you know, and again, I, I love y'all. I don't want, you know, I don't have no judgment, but I, I but I notice, you know, because I know them. I know some women who, who are in the, the sex working industry and like, 
they'll they'll you know put their body out and then they'll be like you know nobody really loves you got love real love for you or whatever and it's just like damn like well you know if you're attracting men who are sexual addicts then they're always going to feel without and they're never going to be able to provide love that that it is that they're seeking which i do believe that they want a real dude you know what i'm saying they some of them want families and everything but it's like it's difficult for them when they are into sex work you know what i mean like it's it can be difficult for them that's i should do a documentary on that you know what i mean talking about that like you know just like the the cause and effects of of working in that industry and then even culturally maybe it switches up right like maybe in amsterdam people feel a different way or, or a lot of you know a lot of women have only fans pages now like i'm sure there's a lot of men out there who have you know girlfriends or or significant others who might be into that you know what i mean some of you know you get some porn stars who are married and like you know they, they have relationships but sometimes you know things can get a little dicey in the psychological realm depending on you know why why they're in, why the man isn't even involved in that type of industry or you know why we have to why we have to keep consuming sex on on, on any kind of level as opposed to like using it intimately in our physical experience, you know, and sharing that because sex is sex is an expression of love in the physical sense. It's a communion, you know what I mean? It's like a meditation. It's a it's a very powerful thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so sometimes Definitely. you know sometimes you know. And again, I like sex. I, I love. I think it's beautiful. But it's that perversion shit. It's the perversion shit. It's the addict shit. Yeah. It's the unhealthy shit. That when that gets in the way, it doesn't make us feel good. This is a really good conversation. Wow. This is. This is. And listen, this conversation was just so, like this could go on for hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, though at least that's how I feel. This could go on for hours. Do you see yourself having children? <sighs> really I see it um I see it I have to see it if it's gonna happen um mm-hmm. but not but I don't see myself giving birth today if that makes sense like I see it in my journey right yes mm-hmm. the answer is yes but it's more than that for me is I have to I have to the partnership before kids is for me that's right. important to me but hey you're not in the entanglement right now i'm not in no entanglement i'll never be in an like entanglement you are very it sounds like you are in a very happy i'm mad that you even asked me whatever <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen you didn't you wasn't making it clear so that's the only thing i know to go because right because now. i'm on a i'm on a different wavelength like i'm in a i'm in a loving relationship that has no expectations that has no pressure right. that that has that that is that is supremely in sync and feels good you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. i don't I, I can't really put it in the shape that society wants to put it in or say yeah he's my boyfriend you know like yeah like like it's pretty monogamous to me (laughs) you know what i'm saying but it's it's also every day is a new outcome and i don't you know i don't need to to be like yes this is exactly what i have like it's you know like i just want to be fluid Mm -hmm. and and committed and Mm -hmm. um and, and consistent right definitely definitely consistent and and evolve with that and and not fear or worry or 
any of that. Like we don't, we're not without, right? We good? Oh, okay, we're good friends too. Like, oh, okay, we can talk about everything. Oh, okay. Like, so we have all the vulnerabilities out. Oh, okay. Oh, bet. (laughs) Yo, that shit, when it's like that, man, when you feel completely safe, what is there to worry about? There's no worry. Exactly. There's no, I'm in trouble. Somebody controls my life. You know, no, there's none of that. We all have freedom to choose on a daily basis. And it's up to you. If you want the same thing that I want, then we're going to keep vibrating towards each other. Right? And if not, Mm -hmm. then we're going to vibrate apart. That's just how it goes. But let me stay in my home frequency so that way I know that everything that I want is possible because I don't betray myself. And everything that I do feels good to me. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, this was nice. Um, as always, you guys have been listening to the Chatting and Friends podcast. Have a great day. Interviews will get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>